Arizona Science is supported by Research Corporation for Science Advancement. For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the University of Arizona Space Institute, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Tanya Quist, the Director of the University of Arizona Campus Arboretum. Welcome, Tanya. Thanks for having me. When you say the words Campus Arboretum, I'm sure a lot of people would envision a greenhouse somewhere on campus or maybe a secluded botanical garden, but that's not what it is. Could you explain the Campus Arboretum? Yes, it's the the forest that's lost for the trees. So we have an, a unique situation in that our Campus Arboretum, the collection of trees and woody plants on our main campus, is integrated into our living space. So you basically have all the trees on campus cataloged. Yes. Um, so approximately 400 acres of our main campus is the Arboretum. And we have um, approximately 18,000 accessions, meaning that 18,000 individual plants are included in our inventory. And that inventory is public knowledge. And those 18,000 accessions represent approximately 700 unique species. What are some of your favorites? I all, that's always the question that I'm asked, and I could probably, um, if this was a six-hour program, give you a complete list, <laughs> but I wanted to um, shift the direction away from individual plants, which do get a lot of recognition, to appreciate more that the value of the Arboretum is so much more than the sum of its parts. These individual trees certainly have um, individual importance. But the Campus Arboretum collectively represents something, I think, far more impactful than any individual specimen. Are some of the trees showing more stress than others in the last decade or two? Yeah, so um, anyone who lives in the Tucson area and and up in Phoenix as well um, has probably noticed that some of the trees that were really popular to be planted, they were considered arid adapted plants in the 1950s. Um, including the Aleppo pines. I don't know if you're familiar with the, that species, but it's one of the largest tree species that, that we have planted in most of our Arizona urban areas. It's declining rapidly and most noticeably in the last five years. So I, I think if you are familiar with uh, Aleppo pines, they're so big, they tend to be planted on residential property where they really don't belong. <laughs> so the, the challenge is that with a large tree on a small property, the root system is not on your property. So you have to trust that there is an irrigation source far away from your property that's able to feed your tree. So I think the without that supplemental irrigation, these trees are uh, quickly declining. In response to heat stress, plants have to pull more water to cool themselves. So if they don't have that cooling ability, they're succumbing to the um, extra heat. How and when did the concept of the Campus Arboretum get started at this university? When the U of A was first established, we weren't even a state yet. It was a territory. So there was a kind of fundamental need to establish some kind of economic base. And of course, agriculture and mining were among the research programs that were first developed to to, to address how we're going to live here, how we're going to feed ourselves, how we're going to develop that economic agricultural base. So in response to that 
need. Early faculty set out to conduct research that would um, investigate what kind of species or what cultivars of plants could be grown here that could serve as agricultural commodities. So that began the the practice of using the campus grounds as an experiment station. So plants were brought from other regions around the world that had a similar climate, dry, hot climate, and those plants were tested here on the campus for their suitability. And those, of course, that were determined to be appropriate for our climate were introduced into major industries. So cotton and citrus are among those plants that were that were first tested. Um, and then those that were not deemed appropriate as an agricultural commodity, we have here as part of the diversity of the collection, the novelty plants that uh, maybe catch people's attention because it's new and different or unusual, that then allow us to maybe explore the understanding of our human connection to those plants. Thank you for coming and talking with us, Anya. Thank you. This is Tim Swindle, and you have been listening to Arizona Science. Our guest today has been Tanya Quist, the director of the University of Arizona Campus Arboretum. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org. Thank you to Research Corporation for Science Advancement for their support of Arizona Science.